they said I was lying. He was my best friend. I saw another guy. I was scared. He beats me physically and injures me. There is one man. He's our neighbor. He likes looking at me and my friends anytime we are going to school. There's noise around. Yet no one is speaking. But when I told them, they didn't believe me. No one is listening. No one is acting. No one feels the need to be concerned about the vulnerable, abused, and emotionally shortchanged. I get flashbacks of what he tried to do to me. When will the silent voice speak and be heard? But we amplify the silent voices every Thursday, 6.30 p.m. on J101.9 FM with Nanji Nandam. I had two miscarriages through the process of this beating and beating. The silent voices speak, listen, and take action. Silent Voices is supported by the International Federation of Women Lawyers, FIDA, Plateau State, and Tear Fund Nigeria. Hi everyone, my name is Musa Ashams. You're listening to Silent Voices with Nanji, the program that is against child abuse, domestic violence, rape, and all other nefarious acts. Do not abuse somebody's child. Yours too can be abused. Trust Nanji with your issues in case you are facing any of these issues. Silent Voices will address them. to you uh, silent voices with nanji on your number one radio station j101.9 fm 6 32 p.m on this beautiful thursday evening the 11th day of march 2021 well previous studies from the nigerian uh, national population commission have shown the prevalence of intimate partner violence to range from 31 to 61 percent for physical uh, psychological 
emotional violence. We also have 20 to 31% for sexual violence and 7 to 31% for physical violence. Today, more people have refrained from their day-to-day -day activities due to the fear of this kind of crime. Tonight on Silent Voices, we are going to hear from one out of the many women who make up these statistics. An incredible fighter who refused to allow battery and abuse to stop her from providing for her children will be sharing a heart-touching story with us this evening. The question is, what is the way uh, for a woman or a man to leave a problem, problematic, intimate relationship. Join the conversation on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash JFMJOS. You can also join us on Twitter and Instagram at JFMJOS. Um, my, my survivor is a Mrs. Anonymous. She's on the phone right now. She's joining me all the way from part of Plateau State. I also have a legal practitioner, um, Barista Loretta Chala um, from the International Federation of Women Lawyers. Uh, hello, ladies. Good evening. Hello. Yeah. Hello, good evening. Good evening, Nanji. It's a yes. pleasure to be here as always. Okay. Well, um, I'll be talking with my um, anonymous um, guest with in Pigeon. So I hope you don't mind because we have to relate um, in Pigeon. Good evening, ma'am. Good evening, ma'am. Yes. Um, good evening. Good to have you here on the show. Yes, uh, So, make we start. I, I will use pigeon like we agree. Yes, I'm here. Uh, hey. Okay, make we start from where you been first meet your husband. Okay, I met my husband in Nakarawasi. Okay. How did love been be? Uh, that time when I meet, how did love been be for now? The, lo the love was strong. I was happy because when we meet together, that time my mother was not feeling fine. So he assisted me during that period. He helped me with my mother's situation that time. So I look, I think I think he's a good man. So I love him because of that help he surrendered to me concerning my mother's issue. Mm-hmm. So, uh, later from, on now, yeah. we, we get married. It's not church marriage, it's just like that. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not bother about that one. But more, more talk about how the takes, the, the things can't change from the love when I get. He shower you with so much love before uh, the marriage. May I understand that part? Yes, he showered me with love. You know, there's no how you start with somebody from the beginning that he show you that way. He showed me love from the start. That was what he even allowed me to me to marry him. Wow. I was thinking that that love would continue for us. That is why I agreed to marry him. So where did uh, when did it all start uh, going wrong? When everything started, was when I started giving back to children. Hmm. We married, then the, the two months after our marriage, and now get pregnant and born my first son. So this, everything starts with that first thing. I was thinking that it would change. When, after we married, when I married him, he was not drinking. He said, this man, we do go to together. But later on now, he started drinking. Start 
pull him out without even letting me know. When I complain he beats me. Even beat me with the child that I gave but even fight the child in my back. Then the time that he beats me with the child, the child now faints. Mm-mm. It's only God that reverse that child for me. So even if I want to my people, they will say I should do I should I should wait the first person that will change. But nothing like that. You stay together, then later I will still go another child. The same issue it will be more than the other one, ma. That is how the life is for me. That man treats me. He must me with my children. I have four children for him. He even left us and go to another place. We don't even know where he is now. Because of too much of my sister. He will not give us meat. He will not allow us to even, even if we have our own, he will collect it from us. He will go and drink with it. You will look for women to even bring them in my house. That is the second time I give birth to a child. He beats me. Just one week. Child, I don't give birth one week. He beats me with that child and his girlfriend. They join hands together and beat me in my house. My husband. Hmm. So, did he show you any sign? Did you notice any warning sign before? Any yes. Sign what, of, I, what, I, what I do, the sign I see is that he first of all start drinking. That is the first Behavior. That was before you started um, stay before you got married. In the relationship, I mean, was no. In the relationship, everything was smooth. He was not drinking. Hmm. His life was okay. It was when after we married that I started seeing all this wahala. But how long did your relationship with him last? Lasted before um, the marriage? It was only one year. Oh. Yes. And in that one year, everything was smooth. I was in job here, in Silasia. Hmm. But he would come to this place every week, every weekend. He's coming to me to see me in job. Okay, so... Every weekend, we come to from Latvia to, to this place. Come and see me. From Lateral State to here, he will be coming to see me every weekend. You said something about him beating you and maltreating you. Was there yes. any part he started paying your bills? Did he pay bills? Was he supporting your children in any way? How supportive was he? I mean, financially. He's not supporting my children in any way. He did not even put any of my child in school. I was the one, my, me, myself. I used to do concrete work to get money to put my own children in school. And he has money. Because he's doing this carpentry work. He has money. He will go to work and get money, but he will not give us. He will not put any of my side in school. I was the one that put my children myself. With the help of my people, that mm-hmm. is how I put my children in school. They did not assist me in any way. Till tomorrow, he will not even give us the close of school. From the genesis, from the first term, I was thinking that maybe he will later change. If I have, I will do. If I have, I will do. I'm not knowing that he will not even do anything. Even if he gives me something, he will come and collect it back and beat me again. After the fight, after everything, did he come back to apologize and his family people? In fact, that's what I even want to know first. Before I went we talk about people. coming back. When he's treating me like this, he now left me with another woman. So I now follow him to that woman's place now. When he see me, he leave that place again. So there is nothing I will do. I have to go to his parents' place and tell them what happened. The parents now call him. 
you understand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when they call him they hear, to hear from him now, he refused to go. So later on, the parents are saying that I should return the children to them. And they are in village. There is no school here. There is no need that the children will survive well in that place. That is why I refuse. And I stay with my children. There is no day he comes to apologize. No, any of his family, nobody apologizes to me. Nobody. The only thing that his family say, they say I should return the children to them, which I refuse. Because I know that they cannot take care of the children for me. I look at it as, as if they join their mother together with my husband and gave me. So currently, where is he? he? I don't know where he is now. I don't even know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, please hold on. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Um, I, like I said, I have a lawyer in the house from the International Federation of Women Lawyers. In case you just tuned in, Silent Voices is the program. And so far, we're talking to Mrs. Anonymous on the phone. And I have um, a lawyer in the house, Barista Loretta Chala. And um, you can also join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and share your thoughts let's know what you think about this issue well let's start with you uh, barista while my our guest on the other side is still waiting oh let me understand what the law uh, is saying about intimate partner violence let's start from intimate partner what is intimate partner violence i think that's the way forward <laughs> let's start, yes let's start from there okay um intimate um partner violence like we know which is um, domestic violence family violence is also known as that so that our listener will appreciate what we are actually mm-hmm. saying because when you talk about intimate partner violence you mean domestic violence you mean family family violence and all of that it is that um, pattern of behavior where um, in a relationship where someone has a goal, his goal or her goal, sorry, let me use a person in general because um, intimate partner violence can mean for both sex, whether for a man or for against a man or against a woman. Uh, so where uh, the, there's a gain and um, the essence is to, gain, to maintain control or dominance um, against the other. So most times inflicting injury, inflicting some kind of pain, physical pain on the other. So most times you find issues of battery, assault and all of that. So let's talk about what the law is saying about these um, issues you've mentioned. Battery, um, psychological abuse, okay, emotional um, abuse and the, and the rest. Okay, I, I think for us to appreciate that, uh, maybe we'll talk about the forms of violence. However, okay. the, of course the law is against that. It frowns against um, intimate uh, partner violence, which is family violence, um, fam- domestic violence. Please permit me to use the word domestic, domestic violence, violence because okay. people are more uh, familiar. familiar. With, uh, uh-huh. They come to terms with that when you say domestic, domestic violence. violence. Uh-huh. So um, the law, of course, frowns against domestic violence. And um, 
I need to mention here that we have physical violence, we have verbal violence, we have economic violence, which is um, known as financial violence. Well, we also have um, religious violence. We have reproductive health violence. I love that one. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe at the course of time, we'll t get to talk about okay. reproductive health violence, violence. just briefly. Because I'm just <laughs> getting to know it now. Yeah, Sorry. reproductive it's health violence. It's something new, but it's actually um, something that has to do with um, let me just delve into it. That has to do with sabotaging, maybe um, child spacing. Um, you know, one of the partner is taking dominance over the other partner, insisting the kind of and the the way and manner the pregnancy comes, the timing mm -hmm, of the pregnancy, um, as well as in-laws, parents mm -hmm. stepping in and stating and stating to the other partner when the child should come, when you should have a child, and um, Contraceptive, you know, when we talk about family planning mm. and all of that. So that's where reproductive health um, violence. violence come into. All of this cumulates into domestic violence. So we must know where your own actually fits in. However, like I said earlier, the law forms against it. And I really, really appreciate the, um, the Violence Against Person Prohibition mm. Act, which is the VAP. I love it because that actually spells out um, domestic violence because that law deals with private and um, public law or public lifestyle in the public setting. Whatever happens in the private and whatever happens in the public setting, violence that happens in private, private uh, violence that happens as well in public, public, and the penalties, that's the punishment that comes along that. We'll talk about the punishment. Okay. Let me talk to our anonymous guest. Hello, ma'am, you're there? Are you there? Yes, I'm there. I'm there. Yes, okay. You've heard from her the definition of this issue we are talking about this evening. Mm. Um, let me know the age. What is? How old is your first child? My first child is 22 years now. Oh, my God. Wow. And so how are you coping? Let me know how you're coping now. Now that he's not here and you're left with four children, how are you coping? Hey, it's only God that is assisting me. I'm telling you, it's not easy that I can't go everything. The issue of their school is something that I don't know. It's only God. People are assisting me. Are they all in school? They are all in school. They, the first one finished from the school. There are three now that are in school. There are four boys. Hmm. So, Hello? yes, I, I'm listening. They are in school now. Okay. Uh, the, the, the other one that finished from the school, no, there is no way for him to go further because hmm. we cannot afford the money. There is no way. They are just managing. It's not easy. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good that it's just assisting me. And, uh, yes. Hello, are you still there? I'm there now. Okay, okay. Okay, let's talk about um, how you got to know about Team Sida. Because I understand Team Sida rendered, they, 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 they helped you through. Yes. So yes, let me know yes, how yes. you got to know about Team Sida. Yes, I know about them through one of my aunties. That is the mother body that has seen, that put me in this thing. See that. I know them through a lady. 
So since when I entered into this uh, thing, that is how things become easier for me. They assist me even with, with the encouragement, my alone is something. And with money again, they assist of me. So it was not easy for me my life. I think that the world has come to end for me. Mm. But through them, they revived me again. I'm happy now with my children. Mm. We are eating, drinking, even have, we can go in the midst of people now, but before we just sit down, I think we don't have anybody. I think our world is end already. It, it's through them, and I come back to life again. So I thank that thing, Sida. I thank them. And God will reward them. God will, God will continue to bless them and continue to make way for them to assist us more or, or us again. Okay, let me know. Are you into any trade right now? Yes, <laughs> I'm selling oil and eating uh, chicken. Hmm. These uh, layers, hmm. I mean, dollars. I used to put them four weeks, five feet, six feet. I sell them. Hmm. So they are not much, but at least. <laughs> no, 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 it's a good one. I'm proud of you. Yes. I'm really proud yes. of you. Yes, I sell oil in the house with my dear and soup. That's a good one. So yes. uh, let's talk about what you have to tell other women because you know you are not the only one that is going through this right now. Let's talk about what you tell other women listening to you right now that are suffering the same or that are facing the same problem. What I will tell other women is that they should not hide their self inside in their situation. They should come out and speak so that they, they will assist them. By the time you hide yourself, nobody will know what is telling you. Then when you come out, you will, you will have people will encourage you and they will even assist you the way they assist me. I do not hide myself inside. I come out. And that coming out helps me a lot. So I'm advising them to they should come out. They should not hide inside their problem. There is no way you can have medicine of your problem when you are hiding. But when you come out and say it out, you will have people will assist you. They will assist you. So they should just come out. And they should pray that God should give them good health so that they can be able to assist themselves with this letter and other things. They should not hide themselves. They should come out and fight that God will strengthen you so they should just come out. That is the only thing I have to tell them. Okay, let me know mm. what That's you tell. Okay, uh, about single ladies who are yet to be married, and um, because you didn't notice any uh, warning sign before settling mm. down with him, what will you tell single ladies to look out for before settling down? They should look. At, they should not demand that they will marry before they settle down with that person. They should not go because they see the small good of that person. They should go deep and know that person very well first before even think of marrying that person. Because some people, they can hide for you. In some time, you will not know them. But by the time you, you sit down with them and have me, I regret. I said, I didn't think I know. I could have allowed this my relationship to reach like three or four years so that I will know that man very well. Hmm. But I didn't do like that. So I'm advising this young lady that they should not see somebody that just come to their way. They don't know who that person is. They don't know his real character. They should just go 
marriage is not a joking matter. That you will just want into marriage without finding out about that person's life and how he speaks to and everything about him. So my advice to them is, oh, I don't have daughter. I have boys. Hmm. But I have sisters. Hmm. I have sisters. And I tell my sister they should not hear. Look for man that don't love them. They should make sure they know that man very well before marrying him. With my situation, they should learn something. Thank so God. They know how to, yes, how, how to go on with their life. But before I'll finally, uh, before I'll let you go, let me know because you just mentioned you have boys, and yes. um, from your experience, I want you to tell me how you're training your boys to be uh, responsible women, uh, men. I mean, tomorrow. To train boys, what an easy work. Most especially women alone, without man. Sometimes the children used to fear men more than women. But as I I find my situation, I'm the only one. I'm the man and the woman. I have to do both the work together. So I'm trying to see this. Like now, if they come back from school, I put some of them in this, uh, this uh, hard work. Okay. The, my, the, one of my sons is doing Baba. Then the other one is going quick. But the two are not doing anything yet. But I'm thinking if I have me. I will fix all of them something to do. So that they cannot be able to stay in the house and be moving anyhow. Mm. That is why I look for that work to fix them inside. And the other two, two are planning that I should put them too. Because they are all boys. Me, I cannot do anything for them. More than putting them in doing hand work. That is what uh, that is my plan for them. And that is how I'm doing it. Oh, I'm so proud of you, ma'am. And I really want yes. to appreciate your courage for sharing this story with us this evening. Yes, it means yes, a lot. I'm happy. Mm. Yes, I'm happy so that people will learn and know what is going on. Mm. Yes. Thank you I'm so happy. much. Thank you. And oh, yeah. I pray Thank that God will bless your effort and you will reap the fruit of your labor in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us this evening. I will have to let you go now. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, um, before, um, sign, uh, before we will dig into the discussion with my lawyer in the studio, uh, we, have, um, we have to go for a short break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hi everyone, my name is Musa Ashams. You're listening to Silent Voices with Nanji, the program that is against child abuse, domestic violence, rape, and all other nefarious acts. Do not abuse somebody's child. Yours too can be abused. Trust Nanji with your issues in case you are facing any of these issues. Silent Voices will address them. Welcome back, and this program is Silent Voices, and um, we've talked to an anonymous uh, guest who shared her story. Wow, that was a sad story, by the way. But I want to ask you this question. Have you been hit, kicked, punched, or otherwise hurt by someone within the past year? If so, whom? By whom? Do you feel safe in your current relationship? 
Is there anyone from the, your previous relationship who is making you feel unsafe? Well, feel free to share your story via Silent Voices with Nanji at gmail.com. Or you can also send me a text on to uh, you can send a, sec a text to 080-2138-6513 to report any SGBV case. Well, you can join us now on Facebook. Drop your comments. Tell us what your thoughts. I really want to hear your thoughts this evening. Uh, someone has just shared a story, and I really want to know what you think and what is going on in your community. And uh, you can also call us on 090 or 90 to share your thoughts. Put your voice and let us know what is happening in your community. What you think about the story our guest just shared well uh, barrister the, the reports from the nigerian national population commission estimated women's lifetime exposure to i um internal partner violence intimate partner violence from the current from their current husbands or partners at 19% for emotional violence and also 14% for physical violence and 5% for sexual violence why do we have this worrisome statistics well i like the fact that um, you ended with worrisome because indeed is in an alarming state Every day we receive reports of domestic violence, particularly physical domestic violence where injury is inflicted. Now, um, permit me to take us back to the society we live in, the history of this African society, particularly Nigeria. We live in a patriarchal society and Oftentimes when we see that some people are cringe or some people do not want to hear that, but that's the truth. We live in a patriarchal society. What do I mean by patriarchal society? Male dominance, where um, a woman is just seen as a property. In the past, a woman is just seen as a property, so the man just acquires her by paying the bride price. If you were, in fact, a friend to um, a girl child, uh, a father, a friend to a father of a girl child, he could just give you in as in as honor of his friendship, friendship with you mm. as is obtainable. I mean, I just handled a case just um, this week in that light, and so it is born out of that that we have this dominance or we have this prevalence of um, domestic violence. A man comes in and he feels that he's his property; he can do as he will with another. And uh, why I'm emphasizing on the woman is because the prevalence is mostly, or the heat is mostly on women, the children, okay? And mm. um, of course, when we talk about the children, it's the girl child and the boy child. Uh -huh. So when you find this domestic violence, we have it because our society feels that, in fact, you, you, it's unbelievable that the penal code, that's the Northern Penal Code, section 55 thereabout, um, before it was amended, I know that Plateau State has amended the penal code. In the past, allowed a man to at least whip his wife mm. for, for sense of correction, just but do, do, that he shouldn't cause any grievous harm to her. And grievous harm will mean loss of sight, I loss have of to, hearing. Let me let me <laughs> ask you this question: Is there a part that says a woman can also whip? No, her husband? no. 
you you cannot correct your husband and like i said you are a property you were acquired i'm sorry i'm using you <laughs> a no, woman no, 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 was no. You, a woman is a property she was acquired she was bought in so i mean he can just whip her a little and the for form of correction as if to say we were children even children you don't just demean them that much you know if you know how to relate with them and so um i know that the law has been abrogated and a lot of amendments have talked have gone in but you can see where we are coming from and so for that the male dominance the mindset of a man feels that okay he can do as he will with this property of his which is a woman and so he decides to beat up or he decides to incapacitate her financially he decides to psychologically traumatize her because we get it we hear of issues of mental illness as a result of domestic violence and and that is even more heartbreaking because the woman just goes psyche she just goes mental and you're like what is wrong with this woman everybody's saying they do not know but she knows what she's going Going through through. Mm -hmm. and even if she speaks you will not appreciate it after all he's not even hitting her you ah, better your own he's not beating you but he is verbally abusing her he's psychologically traumatizing her so that's enough is i think the one one of the reason alcohol is the reason economy status uh, the poverty level i mean is one of the reason although it's not excusable but it is one of the reasons that they say that um, but majorly in africa because of the history where we come from male dominance men feel that a woman is just for his do what he wills to do with you that's what he will do with you so if he hits you up you should just keep quiet hmm. so long as he doesn't cause any facial disfiguring or any permanent um, altercation on your body so with that amendment with the um, everything yeah what um punishment what is the punishment but before i will ask you okay. this question let's take this call we have our first caller hello good evening Hello, good evening, Antinanji. Yes, good evening. Yes. Your name and where you're calling from? calling from Road. Oh, thank you for joining us. Let's hear you. Yeah, the topic you're discussing about is very interesting regarding domestic violence towards women, especially, and to children, let's say. It's very, very wrong for you to have somebody, a friend, someone you wanted to deal with as a partner, but you end up abusing her. Maybe violently beating her, inflicting injuries onto her, and at the following day, maybe you come back saying, yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's not an excuse. I, I, I don't look at any man that will ever raise his hand against his wife to hit his wife and still claim, and still claim that he loves his wife. So I'm advising men all out there to always have patience with women. She, she, she might be stronger than you, verbally, but when it comes to action, please, you are stronger than her physically. Exercise that patient, that is what makes you a man. Not showing your brutality on her, beating her, inflicting injuries is that. That doesn't make you a man, it makes you a foolish man. So that's my advice to men. Yes, I love your advice. advice. Please let me know, are you married? Yes, I'm married. Wow. Wow. Thank you for your contribution this evening. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. 090-55666699 or 090-9884-8848. Let's know your thoughts. Well, Barista was asking, what is the punishment for inflicting any injury, either psychologically, emotionally, on your partner? But let's take more calls before we go further. Hello, good evening. 
Oh, yes, your name and where you're calling from? I am Goyal Mudafangan. From where? From where? From Halaga. Okay, go ahead. We're listening. Yes. Seriously, sometimes I tend to blame parents because the ideology that they used to put on male, male children from the initial stage. Because you know that sometimes the way you grew up and see your parents in mistakes, you know, sometimes those children are watching what happens. So they grew up with that mentality. Hmm. So we, the younger generation, that we just like, we want to get correction so that we teach them the right thing. Are you married? Yes. Oh. Thank you for your contribution. I appreciate it. Well, I'm so happy that um, a lot of married men are calling to share their thoughts. I'm waiting for women to call because we really need to know what is happening, how we understand this issue. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Yes, good evening. Your name Hello? and where you're calling from? Yeah, Ezekiel, calling from Sancho. Yeah. Okay, welcome to Silent Voices. Let's hear your thoughts. Yes, let's hear you. We're hearing you. Okay. I think I am enjoying your program. Kudos uh, to the guests there. Uh, what I want to add is um, <clears throat> domestic violence, is it only to men? Because I think women too uh, kind of like are involved in it as well. Because if, if a woman wants to say there are women that can traumatize, I mean, traumatize their husbands verbally, mm. okay? Sometimes they will stab their husband of, um, you know, um, why say um, sex or such uh, like that? But I think you guys should still talk to the women as well. Okay, thank you for your contribution. Are you a married man? Oh, we just lost him. I, 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 was, I really want to know. I wanted to know. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Yes, your name and where you're calling from. All right. Uh, do you want to turn down the volume of your radio set? All right, I'll remove it. Okay, let's hear my name, you. My name is Tony. Okay, welcome All to right. Silent I'm, Voices. Let's hear you. Thank thoughts. you very much. I'm appreciating your program. Uh, you are doing a great job. Thank you very much. Uh, you see, I listen to that lady. Honestly, domestic violence is not is not good. Honestly, it's bringing um, shame to our society and also it's causing harm. But you see, we must balance it. Many men are also suffering in this issue of um, depressions and divorce. It's not only the women. Now, if you listen to that lady. She was saying that um, initially the man was good, the man was coming, the man was trying his best. But all of a sudden, something happened. Now, let me tell you one thing. One of the causes of some of this separation, look at the man, have four children for that man, for that lady. Now, which man wants to leave his four children? If you check it mostly, most of the ladies of these days, in infidelity is making many men to leave relationships. Many ladies you, you are mean going this, 
infidelity you're talking about is it from the men yes it's one for the women for the women let me tell you 99 percent of women now are going through infidelity some of them just want to be doing anything anyhow and allow the man to just tolerate it's not like that in the 60s in the 50s you mean women they are so vulnerable they are they just do things anyhow and they want the man to just take them like that. So some men cannot accommodate. That is what well, is making some men to just back out. Yeah, and that is what is making many men to be so violent in the house. Go and check their palace. Let, me ask, men you, let me ask you this question. Are you a married yeah. man? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I, I but, know what I'm saying. Uh, yes, Listen I know. Me. Let me, well, let me, let me ask you this question. Yes, I understand. Yes. But is it enough reason? For a man it's not, it's to not. abandon his it's four not. children. And, hello, I'm go- hello. Listen to me. I'm talking about some men who doesn't have the go- the, the willpower to withstand this. Many men, many men are so weak. You understand? But some men can withstand it. Those men who are withstanding it, uh, they are not having issues. What I'm saying is, but please, by the way, this program. is just assumption hello? because hello? that was not hello? part of uh, what she hello? told us. Hello? hello, I'm listening. In this your program, I will also love you to talk to the women. Let them know how to keep their home mm-hmm. and let them know how to tolerate their husband so that the man will not leave them, so that there will be no problem. I've seen many counseling we are going through. Many men are going through issues. So, so what the is, when, 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 the, when a husband leaves a wife, what about the children? He abandoned the, her the, with the, the children women, to listen, feed listen, and care for them. There's a counseling we're having. Listen, there's a counseling we're having for a family. The woman doesn't even want to release the child. I'm telling you, the children... Thank you so much for your contribution this evening. I really appreciate your thoughts. Because she shared our story. She said from the first child, he started misbehaving and he didn't even pay bills. That was why I asked her if he was supporting her financially. But she she said he never... uh, Barrister. Anyway, let's take more calls before... (laughs) Hello, good evening. Good evening. Yes, good evening. Your name and where you're calling from. My name is Texas City from Rokubaro. Okay, let's hear you. Okay. Yes, they should uh, even they should reduce their blood mouth. What? What do I mean? They should reduce their blood mouth, women. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm what listening. I mean is, Explain. Yeah, what I mean is that they should be talking less, less. They are driving men away from them, driving driving them away from the house, and let them be satisfied for where they always be. They're always looking anywhere they are. They think they are suffering. They feel that the next place or the next house is enjoying. They should be satisfied with with the man they have. They are not satisfied at all, and uh, it's not easy for men. What about okay that man that you say is not supporting? No. Is it that he's having? Is not supporting or he didn't have. Did, that just, is you, did you listen to her story? She said he's a carpenter. Yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, that, let me bring you back to where you said a woman, a women should reduce their. their I, <laughs> I want to understand. <laughs> let me understand. From Give me the statistics or back your point with a figure that shows that women are the reason why these things happen to them. My dear, are you married? Uh, answer you. That, that's, yeah, are you married? That's personal. Let me hear your thought first. So, 
okay. If you are not married, you know understand what I'm talking about. How I wish you are married. If you are married, you understand. Or if you are good, lucky to your husband. Out of 100 women, you can only find two out of 100 that they are good. They are not satisfied at all. That is my contribution. Thank you so much for your contribution this evening. We appreciate you. Well, let me come back to you, Barista. They've raised a lot of issues. And I saw you nodding your head. I seem you're not comfortable with some of the issues they've raised. Let me start with uh, the man who said something about verbal abuse, how women bully men. What do you have to say on that? Okay, um... This issue of abuse, there are a lot of a pocket of issues just arose from this call we had. But um, I must say that I do not agree with the men as to this issue of um, we aren't satisfied as women, we do not show appreciation and all of that. I love the question you asked whether, even in all of this, is it justified that you physically abuse your partner? And then all of them started. Um, stammering and all of that you do not, there's no justification it's just like rape, where you say that because the, wear, the lady was wearing skimpy outfit and all of that that is why this, um, the predator actually forced himself on, on the victim, there is no justification for rape, just as there is no justification for physical uh, for domestic violence I hear the issue of about this is not to rule out the fact that there are issues like that you know, in the homes, please let's not excuse that there are women before you say A, they have said Z and on all of that. And it's a call also to the women. We should know how to conduct ourselves and be able to communicate ourselves properly because you would even find yourself when you recklessly communicate, you shoot, you shoot yourself in the leg. You do not even help matters. When it even comes, a lot of things will be turned against you and you are actually dying. Most times women express themselves like that because the men are not listening. The men are not paying attention. Most times the woman is talking to you and you're just, Kai, just leave her. She's just women talk. Can you just take actions, action towards what she has said and see whether she would change? Most times men just feel that, ah, it's the woman she has been saying, but have you, take, have you just taken heed? Have you even done what some of the things she has said and taken corrections? From our survival, we heard that in her own case, he even abandoned them. So what is the justification? What are we saying here? The man went, she, she even knew that he was actually having extramarital affairs. If it were the woman that was having extramarital affairs openly, will he have taken it? She knew where he was camping with another lady. She went there and then he, he finally now disappeared because she said finally that she doesn't even know where he is today. Yes. And so he has even abandoned, he is even accused of infidelity. Can we even mention the issue of all of this um, story of daddy freeze and all of that that is going on internet? Please, let's not even go there because once we start talking about infidelity and is the woman that is mentioned. The society will make a whole lot of noise about it. We forget that there are stories that have preceded this issue of infidelity. But when it comes to a man, it's justified. It's allowed. He can even be excused to have another woman have children with her. And he's even, even when he brings back the children to her, they, are, they feel that it is obligatory that she should admit and absorb those children. 
I mean, the society, what well, are we saying? Yeah, well, let's talk about the punishments for... I, was, I asked you a question earlier. Okay, before I talk the, about the permission, please permit um, punishment. Please permit me to mention also that three in uh, one in three women are always abused, physically abused now, or any other form of abuse. That's the UN statistics. Yes. I I think you gave us that statistics, but I think I wanted to say so that um, the society or the public will appreciate what we are the volume of what we are talking Same, about. Yeah. Three amongst three, uh, one amongst three women. If you see women standing, three of them, one hmm. is going through domestic violence. So what are we saying, please? This is the statistics that's taken by the UN. You people are coming with your own graphics that uh, that is just taken from your own analogy because you are counseling one section of the church and we all We have that. the phone line buzzing right. right now. Let's take one more call. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening, ma'am. Yes, good evening. Your name and where you're calling from? I am Reverend Bright from Botswana. Okay, let's hear you. Welcome to the show. Please, my people, those men are so glad. If they are married, their families are suffering. <laughs> I'm happy that you are a man and you're saying this. I'm so grateful for your comment this evening. Those men that spoke don't know what marriage is. They are killing their wife at home. The wife they have at home are suffering. How can a woman want two, three children for you and you, the woman? You have the children too. What is the children to you? If you have their mother, take care of them. Because of those children, you take care of your wife. That is the love of God in you as a husband have enveloped your children in your life. Thank you very much. Don't listen to don't listen to those those type of men that speak about men. That, that men, men are weak. Thank you. Thank you for your comment this evening. We appreciate you. Hello, good evening. Oh, we just lost that call. 90 I, I, I don't understand why women are not calling because I really want to hear from the women. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Yes, your name and where you're calling from. You have 30 seconds. My name is Daniel. I'm calling from Lake Okay, make it brief. And make it brief. Uh, you know, it, it, it takes a reason to succeed in marital home. You don't, you, when, if you want to succeed, you look at the area your wife is doing well. Forget where she is a witness. Mm. Begin to look where she is succeeding. And it makes your home successful. You just, nobody is complete. You just have to go back for giving one another. Okay. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Hello, good evening. Oh, we just lost that. Let's take the punishment briefly okay. before right. we can take briefly. Facebook comments. Okay, the punishments are, um, like I always would say, Lagos is always, always forward. Um, we have the protection against violence, um, domestic violence law in Lagos that was um, that came up on, on board 2005, and that was where it was the queue was taken of the VAP, that's mm. the Violence Against Persons Prohibition Act, which Plateau State um, is 
also has also adopted, um, if I'm not mistaken, and it is, it says that where um, this domestic violence, particularly mentioning uh, physical um, violence, no, um, the the pre perpetrator would um, be punished for with five years imprisonment, mm -hmm. um, with n not less than hundred thousand naira fine. It goes alongside it. And then um, if you harass, sexual harassment and all of that goes with them um, two years. How would you say is the process of um, the prosecution process? How would you rate it here in Plateau State? Please, let's not even talk about the prosec uh, prosecution um, process anywhere in Africa or in Nigeria. Don't even mention Plateau State. This is something that we announced that we do not even come out to talk about as per um, kick against it vigorously. A woman is being traumatized, or I don't say an individual, because if we talk about it in that space, both sex can be um, victims. A victim is being traumatized, but once you talk about court, legal actions, they just tell you, I, I can't do that. I can't drag the name of my family in the mode. They see legal actions as dragging the name of the family in the mode. So then we don't talk about the pro, um, the time litigation takes, it, the, the, the processes of litigation and all of that. But majorly, I don't know if you've heard of any issue of um, domestic violence in court. Have you ever heard about, I mean, I'm a lawyer, but I really don't come across, except I come across, um, it is embedded in divorce. Okay, I just want a divorce. But someone doesn't just come and say, he beats me up and I want, I want to, file. to file a case. Do you understand? He beats me up and all of that. Or someone just harass me sexually because there are punishments for that and you it attracts fines as well people that sell children for sex and all of that sex trafficking, trafficking. they are punishments for their their punishments for hooking people up hmm. there are punishments okay for that. let's take facebook comments before uh, because we are currently pressed for time. We have Nandang Vandak who says, yes, domestic violence. Uh, okay, I asked the question. I said, uh, what is the way for a woman or man to leave a problematic, intimate um, relationship? And I also asked, do you think domestic violence has severe impact on child development, on a child development? And I have uh, Vandak Nandang who says domestic violence has severe impact on child development. A child growing up seeing his father maltreat his or her mother will be psychologically traumatized like a wise woman maltreating uh, Okay, likewise, a woman maltreating her husband in the presence of her children also have effect. Whatever a child sees has impact. Well, thank you, Vanda, for your comments. We have um, Isaac Gukat who says, Good evening, hashtag silent voices. Yes, I, did be I do believe that it has severe impact on child development because some children do not do act on what they see parents do and not what they are being told. We have Isaac. Thank you for your comments. We have Isaac Patti uh, who says, Law should be in place to mandate uh, irresponsible fathers to cater for his uh, family or be prosecuted and publicly shamed. Thank you for your comments. Aya, goodness, who says, uh, Nandan, many women have issues with um, because they are not ready to keep their marriage or home. Women, uh, okay, I don't understand your message. Well, uh, this is all I can take this evening. Thank you so much for calling in.
again. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. We'll do more. We're still going to discuss this issue next week. I would love you to join me next week and share your thoughts, especially women. Well, I ask the question, have you been hit, uh, kicked, punched or otherwise hurt by someone or do you feel safe in your current relationship is there anyone from your previous relationship is making you feel unsafe please do well to share your story or report this issue by sending a text to 080 2138-6513 i'll take it again 080 2138 and um to my guests in the house in um, two seconds a final word to the women out there. Okay, a lot is need, need to be done. Marital rape has not been allowed here and we still need to do more. So as a woman, I choose to challenge a lot of things in line with the International Women's Day. Well, I forgot that. We did celebrate the women, women in the whole world on Monday. That was on the 8th and uh, it went well. Well, Let's talk more on this next week. Join me next week. Nanjin Nandang is my name. I want to appreciate my producer, uh, Jennifer Okui. Do have a lovely evening. They said I was lying. You are my best friend. I saw another guy. I was scared. He beats me physically and injures me. There is one man. He's our neighbor. He likes looking at me and my friends anytime we are going to school. There's noise around. Yet no one is speaking. But when I told them, they didn't believe me. No one is listening. No one is acting. No one feels the need to be concerned about the vulnerable, abused, and emotionally shortchanged. I get flashbacks of what he tried to do to me. When will the silent voice speak and be heard? But, but, but we amplify the silent voices every Thursday, 6.30 p.m. on J101.9 FM with Nanji Nandam. I had two miscarriages during the process of this beating and beating. The silent voices speak, listen, and take action.